When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello. What is happening here? Listen, why is this happening to me every time? Because you put it on, undo it, undo it, undo it, and then put it in oh, your no, order. So you're awesome. first. I'm going to be speaking to Martin. He's let you host a couple of times and now you ain't in charge, right? I know what I'm doing. You clearly don't. <laughs> good, Where, good evening. Where's your, where's your hat gone? <laughs> I took my hat off. The boss told me to take it off. Right, my stats are always a joke. Um, good evening all. And we are live. Oh, Martin's going to jump on and get out of trouble here. We are live. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He knows I, I've got Feng Shui. I'm big on Feng Shui. Um, thank you to everyone. Hello. Good evening. Where have I been, Alan? I know. Where have I been? I've been on holiday, actually. Um, up my Avimor for like eight or nine days. So that's where I've been. Anyway, the Rabble are live on YouTube and wherever else. Everywhere. We're buzzing. Sweating. Who's sweating? Scott, are you still shaking? Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's that's me and I'm there. It's done that damn stew, isn't it? Stu, how are you doing, mate? I've not even been drinking, mate. I've literally, I'm gonna get embarrassed. This I've got a fucking sweat towel sitting right oh. next to me because that the light's just beaming off my big bold forehead. But yeah, mate. Oh, no, have you had a shave? Excuse my language. Who, me or him? Oh, this one. No, this actually, this is it growing out, mate. Nah, he's a he's a he's a original bald alien now. JD, you got competition for shiniest head. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, PS, PSV have just scored. PSV have just scored. Interesting. Right. Um, anyway, never mind that. Hey, who cares? We've oh. just witnessed Rangers 3 USG, because I, I don't even know what they're called. No. Uh, hang on. I did I did the last last week, and I called them Union Saint-Gioise. Uh-huh. Oh. Because I'm a... I think I'm a proper host. I mean, yeah. if anyone in the comments wants to say who they prefer as host, but because Martin's now streets ahead because, yeah. you know, Listen, your intros yeah. are letting you down. I've said to Martin a million times, he's a host in the face of the podcast. He should be doing it more. However, I did tune in up in Navi more though, last week. We turned it off after two or five minutes, mate. You were honking. You were terrible. You belong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you have that. you such a good mood. One of the boring ones that spoke like that and then turned off. Anyway, we are joking. We love everybody. Um, good evening, all. Good evening, all. Um, yeah, there is no um, Celtic fans in the comments, that's for sure. i seen them in the comments pre-match, by the way. I called one of them out. i seen them in the comments pre-match. Um, Martin's pre-match one. There's a couple of Celtic fans in the comments. 
but they'll be quiet today. Um, Scotty, going to come to you first, man. We've done it. It was a bit shifty in the first. I thought we started the game really well, to be fair. Um, but this first half and orange, I was saying, you know, this is a fucking Motherwell St. Mirren team in it. But we've done it. 3 0. Give me a wee quick 30 seconds on the overall thoughts before we deep dive, mate. Uh, I thought it was a typical European start to the game. I don't think we're used to coming up against these. I know what you say, like Motherwell St. Mirren, but they're a little bit better than that. They do have a couple of decent players. Uh, we looked a bit rusty. We looked like that start of season game. It's just unfortunate that we were coming up against, I wouldn't say a quality team, but a better team than we usually would at this stage. But I tell you what, what a, what a controlled performance. I mean, you're never going to control a whole 90 minutes of a game. Apart from 10 minutes yeah. here or there, we were in control. Absolutely outstanding. That's exactly what I want to see. Players grew into the game. There were still sloppy moments. Again, that's down to the start of the season. But I tell you what, when we get flying, we're going to be so difficult to beat. We're going to be oh, fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so I'm, just going to, I'm going to just jump in, breathe, and let Scotty have his little moment there. I'll just pop this up because, of course... Um, we want to grow the podcast. We want to go places. Um, and we do have a new sponsor, Zenith Coins. And I think most people, if you haven't checked out their stuff, give it a check out. Some um, crack merch in there. Really, really nice stuff. Top of the range stuff. And the Rangers coins are beautiful. Um, so please, please have a look at them um, for us. They're great guys as well. Wilf was telling us earlier on, um, the owner and the founder and the CEO of Zenith Coins, a really, really nice guy too. So it's nice to hear that as well. Um, of course, we're on YouTube. Please like, subscribe, share and tell everybody about us. I still, I still get dead surprised when I hear folk who don't really have never heard about us because you you, you watch just now, there's 300 odd people watching and then you wake up tomorrow morning and it's been viewed four or 5,000 times. So please share and let everybody know that we're, we're trying to go somewhere. Um, so we're hoping that the content... Hopefully somewhere like Lanzarote. That would be nice. Yeah, we're hoping that the content we bring is on the level with the Rangers fans. So hopefully that's true. Um, Stu, what's your thoughts, mate? Just a little montage that Scotty has with there. What's your overall reigning thoughts there after that? Perfect performance 3 0 for us was what we were looking for. It wasn't perfect, but we got the job done. And, and I think it's what we've come to expect, really, from Rangers in Europe is we just get the job done, take out the final. But um, yeah. I think, like Scott said, from 2-0, I thought we controlled the game completely. I, I think we were rarely ever in danger, but a bit scrappy here and there. Who cares? Yeah, I totally agree. I, I think Stu's been a bit harsh here, Scotty. Um, saying we're a bit... I, I, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say oh, I can, nah, Stu, I take that back. We were a bit scrappy in that first half, I must admit. Um, folks, 350-odd people, can you, anyone watching on YouTube please hit the like button for me? Martin's trying to call out that um, he would get more likes than me. It's never going to happen. Never going to happen with a face less. Scotty, game kicks off. Um, starting, starting team, were you surprised with any of the, 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 the starting team? Arfield, perhaps? I was, I, do you know what? I was surprised, but when I saw it, I just thought it made sense. I thought there was a lot of uh, energy in the park. And I know people perhaps wouldn't didn't see a lot of our field on the ball, but I tell you what, the boy never stopped running. And that's exactly what we needed in the middle of the park. Yeah, Someone who yeah. was really combative, who was getting in the faces, but also making the runs off the ball. Yeah, he didn't make the contribution that we'd probably expect or he would domestically on the ball. 
but his uh, his contribution can't can't be ignored. Uh, you know, I was also I wasn't really expecting to see Borna play. Uh, and you know, I think like everyone else, I was probably moaning for about sixty minutes, even though he had that assist. But that second goal, I mean, that's why he's on the pitch. Yeah, uh, he grew into the game. He got stronger as the game went on. I just, I just wish that we just consistently see, see the best of him because he is a class left back. Uh, I don't think there's any getting away from that. I mean, the whole, the whole team did really well. I thought Tillman, special mention for him. I know Lawrence is going to get the plaudits, but special mention for him because some of his touches were out of this world. I mean, if we're looking at a replacement for what Aribo brings us, this guy is going to slot straight in and I think he's going to be better. We, you know, fingers crossed we get to the, the the group stage of the Champions League, the first thing we do is use that money to sign him permanently and maybe a goalkeeper. But uh, other than that, you know, guys like James Sands had dodgy moments. Uh, again, when is, when is Davis going to come in? Um, when are we going to see him? Perhaps it probably wasn't the right time to throw him in in this game, considering the lack of game time he's had, I've got no complaints over Sands, um, but probably an honourable mention for the referee because that is probably one of the worst refereeing performances I have seen. Full stop. Last week. Week. Stu, Scotty saying that, right? I think one notable thing I think about the refereeing performance, which was he just fouls for everything, but a lot of the time they don't have the bravery or they don't have the nose to go and speak to them because he was sending signs off. Well, maybe it wasn't sending signs off. He's maybe giving them a second jail or not. Mm. But to go... I thought it was just... I thought that moment was great officiating that he let his assistant say, by the way, that was a great tackle. And he went like, listen, and changed it. Uh, I think the, the plaudits there go to the linesman to, to tell the ref that more than anything. Um, I think the ref made some... Abominations, to be honest, in his decision making. Uh, all games, yeah, so he what, was at it. Like, and an abomination's a big word. Do you want to know <laughs> what I mean? Like, oh, <laughs> an abomination would have been sending James Sands off in that moment. He never sent him off. Was it that bad? He wanted to. He wanted to. He forgot he was on a second yellow for a start. Uh, it was a great challenge, though. It was a great challenge. Um, I don't know how he even gave a foul, to be honest, because you see the way the ball went. There's no way that ball can go there if he doesn't connect cleanly with it. Um, yeah, maybe big enough that he, that he reverses his decision, but I for me, all, all the plaudits go to the line over there. And, and um, but I, I do disagree with Scotty, I actually think the ref last week was worse. Anyway, okay, oh. thanks to everybody who's joined us. I everybody disagree with Shut up, Rowan. What's, <laughs> What's he all about? Um, thanks know. to the comments. I'm going, um, I, I brought Nicholas Moore's one up there, you know, me and Nicholas have had a bit of uh, back and forth. He likes his Welsh players, doesn't he? Of course, he does, but. I'm telling you right now, I called Tom Lawrence out to be my player of the year at the start of the season. The, the guy, different gravy, and it's not, he's just got, I mean, listen, Tillman in there is going to look good as well. And listen, let's do, back me up here, Big Brian, who's on the pod, what what, what a fool, right? During the game, Brian's calling out, Tillman should be whipped off. And I'm saying to him, Brian, put Tillman into the middle, right? And that's the way it went. Tillman gets his goal. But Tom Lawrence, um, Stu, what a performance. Man of the match, hands down, wasn't he? Yeah, 100%. He was... That's that's what I think we thought we were signing, and, and maybe it's taken him a little time to get up to speed, but that's what he's got. And I think when, when Kent is fully up to speed as well, I said in the chat, I think those two are linked so well together. The little yeah. touches, the movement, they, they sort of play in a similar way, and um, except obviously Lawrence more central. 
um, yeah, just he was quality tonight. And and we still haven't really seen the fact that he can shoot from distance. We know we had one from him, and we've seen uh, in the, the he hit the bar the other day. But um, that's just another side to his game. Today he just had everything for me, and, and yeah, he was he was head and shoulders above anyone else on the pitch. I thought. Yeah, Scotty, Tom Lawrence, and we'll come to the goals and stuff, Lan. People, the comments are going, um, and everybody always jumps in and their comments come in dead fast. So if you put a comment in you want us to see it again, just put it back in. We can maybe grab some. But um, before we come to the goals and that, Tom Lawrence's overall performance, Scotty, the boy can tackle, he's strong, he can run, he picks a pass. I was weirded out and not seeing Tav hit everything. Tom Lawrence hit mostly everything tonight. Yeah. Um, perfect timing for him to come to a big club at Rangers, eh? Yeah, I think he's uh, reaching the, the peak of his career as well. He's, you know, moved... Like, we seem to pick up these players that they move around a lot, but this time, instead of moving around a lot and finding himself at Rangers, he found a home at Derby, got settled, got going, and we've managed to pick him up. I'm kind of amazed that the uh, league team, or maybe they did, didn't try and, try and get him as well. But I think when he said the European... Uh, the law of European football is what it was, and you can tell he desperately wanted to be out there. I think it's so strange to find... Such a attacking player with flair, really put himself out, put himself about of it. It's so good to see, and it's such an asset. He's quick. He's got great delivery. He can shoot from distance. He's, he's, he's definitely got an awful goal. He's definitely scored. Uh, and you know, his set pieces were slightly better than Tavs, but I, you know, I wouldn't say out of this world. I don't like watching Beckham put him in or anything, but certainly it's great to have. The option when you consider we've got Borna, uh, Lawrence and Tav, who can definitely hit a free kick, it's uh, really good to see. Oh, we just needed that energy. Um, I listened to James Sands before the game and he was talking about matching their energy. And I was like thinking in my head, we don't want to match their energy. We need to go like one or two levels above. And he's one of the guys that did that. I'm absolutely, absolutely delighted. I mean... You'd be hard pressed to, apart from Stu, because he'll probably find a find a way to be negative about tonight. <laughs> oh, I I cannot. Uh, yeah, I, I was getting emotional at the end because for so many reasons, I didn't write us off. I never I never thought we were out of the tie, especially at yeah. two 0 At the end, at the end of the reaction, the last reaction, I said, I said we'll come back and win. But it's one thing saying it, and there's another thing doing it, and. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know what to say. I, yeah, okay, Scott, you can, Scott, your audio is going off and on, by the way, just so you know. Um, but go and have a little bubble in the corner, try and sort that for us. I'll come to you, Stu. Now, in the comments, Stu, everyone is praising Tillman, right? And I'm I'm going to go there. I think he's a smashing player. He was out of position tonight in the first half, wasn't he? And he looked a wee bit lost at, at points. Um, so let me pull that up. I think the game's over. It's PSV we have in the next round, folks. So that's going to be an interesting one. Um, seeing Joey Veerman scoring goals left, right, and centre for them. Um, anyway, that just threw me there, Stu. Sorry. Um, but so, but I'm also seeing James Sands getting heavily, heavily pelters, right? And listen, I thought James Sands positionally tackling looked okay. The problem with James Sands, I think, was his distribution. Which is what he's revered. I mean, that's what he's all about, passing central midfielder. But that's where it was what was the difference with Tillman wasn't playing well, was out of position. Sands wasn't playing well, was out of position. Um, do we need to give James Sands a little bit of slack here? Or against a bigger team would we have been punished tonight? 
I think I think you can do both. Um, we would have been punished, I think, against a better side. But Sands was, I thought, fantastic for 90% of that game. I thought he had two really, really slack passes. Um, but he wasn't the only one. He wasn't the only one. We we had so many slack passes throughout the game where we just turned, they turned attack and defence into attack from us, basically giving the ball away. Um, so, you know, Sands is a young player and, and the more he plays, the better he'll get. Um He's, I thought, the, the tackle at the end to, to make up for McLaughlin's mistake, which, by the way, would have potentially put us out of the, the Champions League. Um, that was an unbelievable tackle. We talk about the decision from the ref to potentially send him off, but that was an unbelievable tackle. Um, yeah, I thought Sands was was good. For, I was screaming at Telly, to be honest, when, when he gave those two balls away, but he wasn't oh, the only one. He wasn't the only one. Um, it's just... I don't know. It's Tillman was out of position, um, and I thought he started fading. I actually, I was against Brian in the chat. I wanted him moved into the middle, but then by sort of fifty-five minutes, I was thinking we might need to just pull him off because he's doing nothing out there at the moment, and I don't even know if he can recapture it by coming back into the middle. But you know, he made me eat my words, and he absolutely did that. Yeah, he's. Uh, I thought tell you touch on Tillman in the second half when he got in that a couple. Of, when he done that back heel, you just I thought he was going to come in. Listen. He played. He played really well. And um, Brian, no got a clue saying what he was saying. Um, one 0 Back to that Scotty boy. Um, penalty all day long. It's just one of those ones where the guy loses the flight of the ball. Almost. It's just. I don't think it was not deliberate trying to punch it, but it's just one of those where he's lost flight and it's hit him in the arms. That's no ball. And of course, Captain Marvel puts it away, didn't he? Aye. Well, if there's anyone that you want taking a penalty in these positions in Europe, time and time again, does the job. Done it in uh you've done it in Dortmund, does it Ibrox, top man. Um yeah, looking at looking at that penalty, absolute stone waller. And I can see what he's trying to do. He's he's trying to lean to head the ball, but then I think he's been distracted by uh I think Tillman again coming in at the back post and he's just lost completely everything. And we needed that because it was coming up to half time and we were huffing and puffing, but yeah. I dare I say it, the chances that we had, we when we had some decent ones, Cholak should have should have scored with his header, made the keeper look like he look look, look like he had a one to save, but it's right down his throat and the goal's pretty big. You, you should be putting, you should be putting, putting that. He's been too harsh here. He's been too harsh here. I think we had all that Six yards from goal. Six yards from goal. Look, as a at this level, six yards from goal, with the flight of the ball coming in, you should have enough about you, enough control, to be able to stick it away, rather than just focus on getting on target. That's 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 just me. I'm expecting more. Um, but yeah, we we get the goal going to half time, and it lifts the crowd as well, and that makes a huge difference. And we, do you know, when a half time came, we actually needed it because it shook us. It shook them, and it shook us. But we looked. Out of sorts. So half time came, regroup, go again. Yeah. Stu, what's your thoughts on the, the first half performance? Um, the goal came at a perfect time. Um, I I was a bit disappointed because I thought Kolach was never in the six yard box when I wanted him to be. Scott Arthur was in front of him a couple of times. But overall, the first half, getting that goal at that time was vital, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I just think we started the game really high energy, really well. Um, and then we just faded for like 10 minutes and, and we sort of went on the back foot a little bit. So the goal came perfectly because it was almost out of nothing. 
um, for us. We we were struggling a little bit at that point, and then ball into the box. Um, I couldn't believe they were even complaining about it after the the one they got last week. To be honest, but um, it's a bit of karma for them. Um, with with that chance for for Cholak as well, I think he's I think he's trying to glance it into the far corner, and he, he's he's just got it a bit wrong. And and strikers miss chances, unfortunately. Otherwise, they'd be at you know they'd be in the Premier League. But um, I thought overall he was pretty good. First half, we just I don't know, it just felt a bit congested. First half, I thought everyone was getting on top of everyone, and 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 we weren't creating the chances. And we keep saying this about Cholak, like he'll score goals if we give him chances, and. Yeah, yeah, that one that he missed there. But in the second half, when we start putting that ball in the six-yard box, all of a sudden, that's where he is, and and, and that's how he gets his goal as well. Yeah. Folks, there's like eight hundred people watching just now. Can I just ask again? Please like this, huh? Please like and share it and tell everybody. Martin, what are going to do? Look, the ticker's going. Empty one to phone <laughs> in. Speak to us. Phone in. Um, he might speak to me. I'll argue with myself. So I'm happy to do that with anybody who thinks. Now nah, I'm going to. I'm kidding. I'm not. I mean, Nicholas Moore wants to come in and talk about uh, Aaron Ramsey again. I'm happy to argue about that. Anyway, um, Scotty halftime came and went. We came out in the second half. <sighs> I mean, we all spoke at halftime, Scotty. This this team. I mean, I was raging that we. I mean, I couldn't believe we lost two 0 to this mob. But um, second half, I thought they had a few more wee spells because I think they were caught with the conundrum of being one 0 down. Should they try and defend that? Should they, you know, they were caught a wee bit. But when I thought they came out a wee bit, I thought they were a lot better. I think 2 0 is always a dangerous lead, particularly if you concede the goal and perhaps don't really have the experience to deal with what to do next. Um, yeah, we were, we came out, we came out in the second half and I didn't think we were particularly great. We had, we just saw a load of sloppy passes. Yeah. And I'm not thinking what's going on here. And then we, we regrouped, took control of the game. Um, I can't remember what the question was, but I had some like <laughs> thoughts in my head. What, what was it? Come out in the second half. Yeah, Stuart, what Scotty said there, he's right. The, the start of that second half, we were we were a little bit flat, and I was. You know, Brian was going off his head. No, Tillman kept losing the ball three or four times. He lost the ball, um, but we grew into the game. I remember what I was going to say. Then it's too late, mate. And we grew into the game. <laughs> And um, Cholak, can I say gets, it? Cholak gets a goal, doesn't he? And it just, you know, our field into the right position. And then you said it, Stu, get Cholak in that six yard box, he scores a goal for us. Yeah, just being at the right place at the right time. And, and, and that's where I think having so many attacking players on the pitch actually helped because we had more players in the box ready for something to happen. And you know, I think, and he, I, don't, I haven't actually seen a replay properly because I think I was jumping around too much. But I thought it was a crack and save from the keeper on first reaction from Arfield shot, um, and then yeah, Cholak just there, just doing uh, doing what he does really in, in that area. And I think we'll see a lot more of that from him. Obviously, Morelos is going to come back, but as long as we're getting balls in there, Cholak will score goals for us. Um, and I think I just wanted to put like what Scotty said earlier about <clears throat> you mentioned the sort of Motherwell thing, but Scotty is right, like. They, they're a really good team on the ball. And you saw that even under pressure, they were trying to play out from the back. And so many times down our left-hand side, they were doing these little one-touch triangles trying to get round us. So they, they were brave on the ball and actually suited us more so than just playing that low block that cleared the ball and then sit back in. Yeah, that's a good Sorry, sorry, yeah. CGM, yeah. 
You walking again, mate? I mean, I'm really surprised CGM's missing all these games. Can I just say thank you as well? Thank you, thank you, thank you to John Batchelor um, contributing to the pod. We really, really appreciate that, John. Um, if you want to fire a fire a question in, I will put it up and we'll have a, a, a chat about it. I can't um, find him. Come on, find him. Yeah. Anyway, guys. Yeah, the right, but but what, what, what I was going to say, JD, is... Uh, can I just, oh, can I just say, sorry to interrupt, Alan's on the phone, JD. I did message you, but you blanked your phone. So please welcome Alan. How are you doing, Alan, mate? Right, how are you doing? We're good. Where, right, Alan, man. where are you from? Have we lost him? So it's Hampshire, Al. We've lost him. <laughs> no, no, he's Alan. there. Martin's just messing around. <laughs> the guy did something right. Tonight's match, the first half, I thought we were really nervous, but it was a positive nervous. We knew what we had to do, but we were in my eyes we were trying our best but we were over trying now come the second half well the, obviously the penalty settled our nerves going into the second half but the second half I thought we played fantastic now with Lawrence he was he was absolutely amazing but Tillman I thought he was four steps ahead of everybody in the team with his wee cutbacks his wee forward passes I mean this young lad is going to grow to the team but the team's going to grow round about him his goal to make it 3-0 was absolutely fantastic. I, I never knew this boy could actually head of the ball. I thought he was more uh, a, a skillful player with his feet. But seeing him rise above that defence, rise above the actual keeper as well, get in front of him and nod that ball in, I, I was thinking to myself, is that offside? I was panicking because it was a, such a wonderful goal. And seeing the goal get given... I had, you know, that whole second half, I thought Rangers are starting to show what they're going to be like. Yeah. There's still a lot of room for improvement. But at the same time, we just witnessed something that's going to be fantastic down maybe two or three games down the line where the team's starting to gel even more. But I'm excited and I'm feeling it. I've seen a few comments. Love um, that. I've seen a few comments, Alan, that people are saying, like, the feelings here that we're just starting to start to fall into place. Um, what was your thoughts on who was your man in the match tonight, Alan? Do you know it was a tough one? Um, I thought Lawrence had a fantastic game. Really thought he was brilliant. I mean, for him picking up a yellow card for complaining, defending his own players, I think you should be allowed to complain to the referee. But yeah. he got a yellow card for complaining when these players were just rolling about the place with the slightest of touches. But I would say Tillman. This boy was, as I mentioned, he was like three touches ahead of the rest of the team. Just his movement as well. In the first half, everybody looked nervous because we knew it was a, a big mountain to climb. But in the second half, after the goal, Cav scored the penalty. We seemed to relax a lot more and play a lot better. And this is this young boy came into his his element. He moved the ball around. He done his wee back flicks. I mean. Yeah. We all witnessed what this young lad could do round the box, and for him to top it off by getting himself a goal, which actually won us the match, absolutely fantastic. But Tillman would be my man in the match. That's a good one, and I, and I like what Alan's saying there, Stu. Um, the goal, let's get to Tillman's goal, right? And Alan just explained it. I mean, the leap on the leap was unreal. It kind of came, kind of came from one of those innocuous kind of nowhere balls high end. I mean, look at Scotty shown there. Unbelievable! The height he's getting up with a keeper with his hands. 
Stu, what are you thinking? He's cleared him by a mile, isn't he? He's, he's, <laughs> he's absolutely outrageous. <laughs> it's, oh, he's, he's a quality player. And I think, like Scotty says, if we do qualify for this, and hopefully even if we don't, the first thing we do is go out and make that permanent because you can see that he's going to be a special, special talent. Um, and he's got, he's just got that physique that I've said before, you, you can't teach that physique. Um, it, it reminds me a bit of Morelos when he first joined us. I think he's got a lot of building to do still. And I think he, I think he'll be a stocky lad, but still skillful and, and, and um, very talented on the ball. Just yeah, really excited. What a leap. Um, good ball in as well. Just, just hung it. Just, just, Sort of put it in that area that, that just you know entices the keeper to, to come and have a go at it, doesn't it? And and I mean nine times out of ten he probably takes that out of the air, but just unbelievable from Tillman. Alan, back, Alan, I'm going to come back to you, mate. Um, Tillman, like you're saying, he's only he's, he turned twenty like me, so this is a, this is still a young guy. Man, most of us here could be his dad. Um, really, would you break the bank for him in January, or would you pay the price at Bayern or asking? I take it. Let's see how he gets on in the league up to what Christmas time. And if he's a regular star and performing well, I break the bank, get him in. Because he's only going to add, it's only going to be an asset for Rangers in years to come. We've seen it with Lisa um, Bassey and Arebo. They come to Rangers and they're just raw, I hate to say the word, raw meat. And Gio, well, thanks to uh, Gerard as well. But I think it was um, Gio who took it them that wee bit extra, wee bit further, and developed them a wee bit more, polished it off. With this young lad, Tillman, do you know something? We, we, I, I, I was excited. Every time the ball came to him, as I, as I mentioned, it's his wee back flicks, or just his wee touch to the side. And the players, like, he was wanting to do a one-two, and the player would a wee bit slow pick it up. But yes, I would break the bank, get him in. Because see, at the end of the day, he'll be another 20, 25 million player two or three seasons down the line. Scotty Allen, um, do, you, do, do you see that in Tillman? I think we do see a little... Right. Put this in, into perspective. The guy is obviously coming from Bayern Munich. He's got stock. He's got talent. He's made an instant impact in the first team. It's not about when he gets the ball. You get excited when the ball goes near him. He's first. He's quick. It's, it's like he's got eyes in the back of his head. I mean, I've used that phrase about Kamara before, like he can see players coming. But he knows exactly where everyone is and he's got the confidence and ability to execute it perfectly. This guy's 20 years old. He's come from Bayern Munich. He's played for Bayern Munich a handful of times. So we know he's got talent. But this is his first proper introduction to men's football. And I get what Alan's saying, to see if he's still in the first team in you know, around December time. The I, the guy's going to be in and around the first team for as long as he wants. And as he gets going, as he gets stronger, because he's going to play against these, these players more, he's going to learn his positions on the pitch. He's going to learn various bits from playing continuous 90 minutes. Just think how good he's going to get. He's not going to regress. He's going to get better. Yeah. I am under... Scotty, no, I've always wanted to do this. I'm going to need to cut you off there, mate. We've got another call. Alan, can I just say thank you, mate? Please call in. I know you've phoned in before. Please call in again. We'll speak to you soon, mate. All right? Ow. 
I will certainly do that, JD. Scotty, Stu, thank you very much. Have a fantastic evening. I'm going to go back. I've got plenty of beer to drink. Um, I'm just back to Lanzarote. I'm brown and I'm so sweating like mad. But anyway, guys, have a fantastic show. And I'll be back in. Enjoy. See you later. See you later on. Okay, dogs. Um, Listen, folks, this is... I've never... I mean, we've done this for a while now. There's Scott Kerr. Thought I'd be my wee pilot. Um, Lawrence man of the match Tillman better inside Sands did well as well as Coates I think it's good to point out that Sands did do well because I think he's played out of position I think James Sands will play well in a midfield position it'll be good to see him get a little shot in there but it's to guys at like Lundstrom and Davis in there it's going to be hard for James Sands to play in that position I think Lundstrom was, was quality today I thought I, I think he went a bit under the radar with everything else going on but he did everything today, um, absolutely everywhere. I, I said in the chat as well, it, for me, it was Lawrence man of the match, but I don't think Lundstrom was that far behind him, to be honest. He was he was brilliant. Um, Sands can be a centre-back. I've got no issue with him being a centre-back whatsoever. It would take time. Um, you know, it's, it's not going to happen overnight. And you can see he's got the makings. He wins a lot of balls in the air as well, to be fair, which I quite like. Um, and he's good with ball at his feet. A bit like John Suter, I thought, but hopefully going to be a little bit better version of that. Yeah. I, I, listen, I... I've seen a few people say in there, I know random managers saying that Sands can't pass. I think I think tonight was a, was a bit surprising for me because the one thing that I think Sands can do is retain the ball, Scotty. And that's one of his big things, that he's so simple, keeps the ball. And tonight, I don't know, he's lost the ball was it four or five times, which isn't good, but... Um, he didn't lose the ball. <laughs> right, for some reason. No, 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 no. It was... It wasn't like a misplaced pass. It was the fact, he, he, like, he duffed it. Mm. He duffed a few passes. Well, and, like, he left that That's a crap word to use. Oh, well, it me, doesn't it? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well, well, I, I don't know what you can attribute that to. I just think the team is, like, the whole team is a little bit rusty at the moment. And I think if you look at performances... You Sorry, look at the first leg. We've got a call. Sorry, um, you look at the first leg, and then you look at the game at the weekend, and you look at tonight. You can see a clear progression in the standards, right? We'll play on Saturday, and then we'll play Tuesday, or Wednesday. I'm expecting exponential growth in performances. Is that what you're right to say? You had the caller up there. Is that it? We all know that. <laughs> anyway, who's on the line? All right. KD, how you doing, my best man? Ah, oh, there he is. That sounds like I don't, I don't. I mean, I want to get you I in first name terms. I don't want to go doing this whole curry muncher route, baby. I want first name terms, Mark, can it? Mark, it is. So let's let's speak to Mark. How are you doing? Nice to hear for you. I'm feeling it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a result! What a result! So, Mark, it is a, a great result. What was your, your overall writing thoughts about the performance? We huffed and puffed a wee bit in the first half. It was a bit of an SPL game, wasn't it? Uh, for first half, I, I thought we were nervous. Uh, I was, I think the same as the crowd. I was doing my head in with Bonabarsic. He was just every... He wouldn't take a man on. He was playing a pass forward. He was always... Playing, and everybody was cracking up. Uh and then you notice that a few times Sands stopped playing the bottom. He started you know, going the opposite way. But I think overall, the first half, I think we've done pretty well. We, we, it was brilliant, but we've done pretty well. 
but second half just total change. Even Borobaric, who I've got a, a really big niggle with him now. He yeah. he did have a brilliant second half, and so did the rest of the team. The rest of the team were just amazing. Mark, I'm glad you've said that because, as you know, you're listening. I, I, I've had a bit of a problem with Barisic for a while. Um, so if you're wondering what has caused Borna's dip in form, JD is on, it's on the internet somewhere, wrote a really long article telling us how good Borna Barisic was at the start of last season. <laughs> I call Barisic yeah. the fourth greatest ever left back we'd ha- ever had or something like that. Anyway, it was stupid. Um, but I agree um, that I thought the second half he looked good. But I, even the first 10, 15, I thought Barisic was playing pretty well. He did a little dip. But I thought Hans, you know, he's a good player. So, Cody, what's your thoughts on Yilmaz not starting then and Barisic starting and then Yilmaz not even coming on, though? No. I, I, I think he's no match fit. That's the only thing I can think of because you're not paying that type of money for a player that has standard for them not to play. Either that or obviously to me, Gio sees something in Bonabarisic that we don't. I, I, mean, so I just, I, I don't understand it, but it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, we managed to get a result and Borna was a big part of it. I mean, you see, that he, he couldn't have done any more in that second half. Uh, he done, done well. I, as I said, I think the whole team done well. Uh, there again, big, big John with two crucial saves. Uh, after everybody's flagged them off, and then Kolak scoring again. So I don't know why everybody's complaining. That this team's no, this team's no, semi played all that often together. This is only the start of this. This team is going to be absolutely phenomenal this season. I reckon they're really going to take it to the full week. That's what I want. I, I know everybody's like, oh, the Champions League, Europa. This, it's all about the league for me. I want the league this season and I want to make sure that we get that. That's the one thing that I want to make sure that that mob don't take yeah. up us. Stu, you, that's some of the older ones, a bit like me, that's, for me, that's what I want. I want the league and the, the Champions League is a brilliant distraction. We want to try and get there, of course, but I just want the league. What do you think, Stu? Do you agree with Mark? I, I do, yeah. It's The league, the league is... It is nice to have these these finals like we did have, but they're they're not going to come along very often. Um, and hope we get hopefully we do get another one, but it's mainly the league and and you know it, it's so tough because the Champions League is where the money is, and as long as we're in it, that's the main thing. But we don't we don't want that mob having anything. We we want to win everything that we we ever enter. So um, yeah, league league hundred percent for me. Um, and I just I wanted to back up Curry there as well. I, I absolutely agree with with Barisic. I was going absolute tonto in the chat first half because he just kept breaking the momentum of the game by turning back. Yeah. If you see Tav pop back, he's, he's opened his body and he can pass inside and the player can move on to the ball. Bar- Barisic turns back and Sands almost goes behind him. But second half, like, we, you know, we've questioned Barisic's sort of mental strength, but second half, I thought he, he sort of came up trumps there. Can I, can I just quickly thank Alan for joining? Um, at we We... As a podcast, fully appreciate cost of living right now. We all we all feel it just now. We were just speaking Scotty, we were just speaking to Martin there. He was sitting 
and his son room his lights off because he couldn't afford to <laughs> they go all through the course and that's all jokes say we all through the course so for anybody who is willing to contribute to the pod people are putting in money here and um, we really really are um, so thankful um, we want to go somewhere but you can be a member um, it's not a lot of money a month two or three pound um, we're looking at hitting the number if we get to the number 70 we're going to be back on doing extra content for the for the for the paid people we used to do that on patreon i mean me and care and that used to do a, a spl review every monday night two people used to listen to it on patreon <laughs> used to do stuff like that so we're maybe going to go back down that route on youtube as well so anybody that wants to join and help contribute um scotty i agree we, we want to go somewhere we yeah. want to get into the club we want to be a fan media we want to be a part we want to be a partner event so that might sound that might be years away but we want to be there um right. what we don't want to do is lose touch with the fans as well curry and guys like yourself um so before you go mark anything else you want to say any, any other points you want to make I'll two things right i want a special mention to the crowd that i brought tonight they were absolutely brilliant what a noise he made tonight. And yeah. also, uh, all the guys in the chat and all that, there's been quite a few from people put in uh, donations and that. They're all legends, especially supporting the, the pods because it it's one of the better pods, especially Rangers fans pods that is on YouTube. So you have a good night, guys. Enjoy the rest of the week. And I'll yes. probably talk to you again in... The Sunday we play Sunday yeah. or Saturday 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 St Johnson Saturday right. speak to you soon Mark right, yeah, boy, guys. take it easy we're the people see you later <laughs> really appreciate that really good yeah. words thank you Scott, what's your thoughts anything you want to say about the, the game tonight or what we're saying about the pod where the pod's going I mean I've got 900 people here uh, yeah uh, you, you pretty much hit the nail on the head I think for us especially it's a you know, doing this, retaining our integrity. We are just a group of guys. We are a rabble, if you like. We love Rangers. We love talking about Rangers. Uh, very much like all you guys, it's our life. And, you know, if we can bring you some entertainment while talking about it, have a laugh, giggle, take it seriously when it needs to, ask the questions when it needs to. And, you know, we're not afraid to say things that need to be said. And we will. We'll always continue to do that. And honestly, like just passing on a, a, a pound or two goes an absolutely yeah. long way in being able to for us to be able to continue. So thank you. It's just it is also it's ridiculously overwhelming. Like all this support, it's thank you. Yeah. Okay, Stu, I'm going to move on to this. Um, one of the the USG players had a bit to say about Ibrox, didn't he? Like these, I had what the was it the Maltese captain, didn't he? He'd said, um, the, 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 I think it was him, it was a Maltese captain, he'd said, oh, it doesn't really matter for us, the, the crowd. We, we are used to that now. This is the guy who was a fucking delivery driver three or four years ago. <laughs> so, Lundstrom had his say. I don't know if anyone's went on Instagram. And if you look at John, he's kind of really see it, right? If you look at John Lundstrom's Instagram, picture his boots down, socks on, saying, chat shit, get banged. And that's what happened to me. <laughs> That's what happened to you, didn't it? Yeah, 100%. And I thought teams would learn their lesson because I'm sure the, the Leipzig manager said the same uh, before they came over to Sorry, Stu, I need to cut you off again. We Don't have, worry. <laughs> another caller on the line. Um, 
I'm hoping that Jim's on the line. Are you on the line, Jim? No. Jim was on the line. Might have Hello. Lost oh, Jim, how you doing, mate? Are you all right? Hi. Hi. Yeah. How you doing, Jim? What's your point, mate? Nice to hear from you. My point is, Kent was absolutely rubbish. Oh, absolutely rubbish. Uh, Jim, what I did is a favour. See if you can see the podcast in the background. Don't mute it. Because we can hear it. I don't think uh, Sands is working in defence. And see the half, half passes, half passes, half passes. Aye. Ah, we've lost them. <laughs> we lost them there. Jim was out of your sunshine, weren't he? Got Aye, him. is that your brother, Stuart? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say something, right? And this is what's important about the Rangers rabble. Listen, I'll hold my hands up, right? It wasn't Brian, it was more about uh, Malik Tillman, it was me, right? I know I said Brian because I was wanting to throw a big Brian under the bus, but we've all got our opinions, and that's the, the great thing about the Rangers fans. What I would say is, and you might not like what I'm going to say, I don't think Ryan Kent played well until we went 2 0 up. See, we went 2-0 up. I seen a different Ryan Kent. He was wanting the ball. He was buzzing about the place. See, 0-0, 1-0. He lost the ball a couple times in his body language and stuff like that. I'm not sure. So, do we expect too much from Ryan Kent because we paid £7 million for him? Uh, I don't think we expect too much from him. We expect what we expect from him because he's a quality player and we've seen it plenty of times. Um, I just think he was rusty. I, I don't... Oh God! It was it. Sorry, mate. Now, um, I think we've got Ian on the phone. Now, Ian, are you there? And if not, I'm here. Uh, JD, oh, yes. How you doing, Ian? I'm doing fine. It's not often I get a chance to speak to you guys. Go for it, then, mate. Ian, where are you from? Welcome. Uh, I'm from a place called Mulgai, just north of Glasgow, but I stay in Carlisle. Oh, God, I have, uh, have, have one hell of a night in Mulgai once. Oof. Uh, Mulgai's a lovely place ahead well, for the night in Carlisle, by the way. Town, you know. What's your point, mate? How are you doing? What's, what's happening? I'm doing well. I just want to, I, I want to speak about Scotty's point, actually, you know, about the, about the defence. Yeah. Don't you think, you know, that as, as the game went on, and as the game opened out, the, the, the likes of Barisic and Sands sort of grew into the game. You know, the, in the first half, I agree, certainly with the last, the, the, the previous caller, that Barisic, you know, kept coming back, kept coming back all the time. But as the game opened out, you know, and Barisic found this, um, seen the space in front of him, then he was quite willing to take it, to take on that space, you know? Yeah. Boy. Yeah, absolutely agree. And you know, touching on uh, t- touching on the comment and Kent having not a great game, and you saying that coming into the game, I think a lot of that had to do with Barisic because yeah. Barisic came into the game, and the two of them seemed well out of touch. And 
it seemed quite lazy. It was a case of Barisic would pick up the ball in acres of space, pass it to Kent on the touchline. Kent would dribble it around a man and pass it back in, in the middle. And it just seemed like it was all so predictable. But then when Borna started varying his play, and I'm talking in, a, in an attacking sense, going to the defensive bit in a in a minute, that gave the the, the Union defence something to think about. They were coming out to Barisic. It gave Kent more space more opportunity to run down the line because Barisic started crossing the ball in from deep. In terms of like Sands and Barisic, it's clear that there is something missing, maybe because Sands is predominantly right-footed. And he has a reluctance and he turns a bit like a bus with the ball at his feet. And we saw that from Goldson at the start, when at the start of his Rangers career. But there is a partnership there forming and I think it could get better. And they, you know, as the game went on, they did get stronger, mainly because Barisic, Barisic is such a key player for us. Yeah. And he's stronger. The likes of Sands look better. The likes of Kent look better. So whether that changes because Davis comes in and then we have to go start the whole process again, or Suto or whoever, we'll, we'll have to be seen. But I, 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 I personally think because the game's so tight, against these teams and not so much maybe uh, uh, Union tonight but certainly against Livingston and against Kilmarnock when you're playing against two banks at four and Barisic is coming out of the defence and listen you, you've got to have people coming to him because he can't he can't see the pass there's nobody around him to see the pass so he's used to just turning around and passing the back and then we're into the big horseshoe situation again you know Barisic, Sands, Goldson, yeah. Tavernier, Tavernier, Sands, Goldson, Barisic, you know. And that's the way we seem to go because there's no there's nobody making space in the midfield for these for, for Barisic or even uh, Tavernier at times for that matter to find the space to put the ball into. Because look, the, these teams play so tight. Aye. I mean they, they, they've all got it worked out, you know. They've all got it worked out how to get uh, how to play against these. And we just have to, we really have to just grin and bear it until we can, until we can find the key to unlock these defenses. And, that, and that's a key. That's a key symptom in Barisic struggling to go forward. And we saw it time and time again. And this is why I was expecting Yilmaz to play because see, when he played for yes. sixty minutes, he picked the ball up at left back and he was firing the ball into Kolach. He was firing the ball down the line. He's really quick in playing the pass. He's really quick in getting the ball yeah. forward. But clearly, yeah. whether he's not used to the shape or he's unfit, I don't know. I mean, Gio will have to tell us, or what I can't, I don't know his thoughts. Uh, but but then that changed like we saw a different Parasic, and it was exactly what we needed at the right time. But, but I, I thought it was a different Parasic because in the second half, Union opened up because yeah. they knew that they were going to, they knew that they were going to have to score, they knew they had to score, so they had to open up. And once they opened up, then that opened up everything for that uh, opened up the defence for Barisic to get forward, to get midway into their half, instead of sitting back midway in our half. Stu, um, Scott Scott Kerr always says it, and I don't know if you've listened in before, Ian and Stu as well, but Scott Kerr always says that Ryan Kane always plays better when Borna Barisic plays well, and it kind of all tied in tonight, didn't it, Stu? Absolutely. Absolutely, JD. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And 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 once yeah. everything started to open out, then the 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 two of them really came onto that game. Yeah. 
And yeah. the, the, I mean, the, the ball from Barisic to Tillman for the goal. I mean, I know it was a bit of a, a bit of an up and under, if you will, you know. But the, that ball was was fantastic, you know. And Tillman getting up there like a frigging dolphin to head that ball into the net. It was it was majestic. You know, you know, and people, you know, like like we've all said, we, we have to we have to have confidence in Gio, you know. It's one of those balls that the keeper's it's a big high looking ball, the keeper has to come for it. But if he gets out jumped, yes. yeah, if he gets out jumped, if he gets out jumped, um yeah. so, I mean, you know, Tillman Tillman must have been Tillman must have got up to half foot there. Yeah. Because he's out jumped the keeper's arms to head the ball. That's it's a huge asset. I cannot how many how many times do you watch a football match and you see it? No one challenging the keeper or no one getting in front of the keeper to challenge. Mainly because players don't really have that leap. The the guy's a big guy already, and you can see he's like two or three feet off the ground. Like absolutely. It's I know it sounds strange, but big guys usually don't have big leaps. It's always the little guys. I mean, I so I, I mean, I couldn't jump when I played football. I was crap. <laughs> You're about six foot eight, so that didn't matter. Exactly. Like Peter Crouch. Scott, Scott's about six foot eight. See, I met him one day, man. I could not, but I was like, no way, man. There's no way. There's no way any natural man is going to claim two foot like that and I jumped, you know. That was yeah. just, that was fantastic. Ian, thanks for your call tonight. I really appreciate it. Any final thoughts? Uh, we're in the Champions League. We're in the we're in the group stages. Absolutely in the group stages. We'll blow PSV away. Definitely. I would have been more worried about Monaco than I am about PSV. Oh, right, Ian. I'm going to let you go, mate. Thanks for that. We'll speak to you soon, buddy. Cheers, Ian. Cheers, guys. Cheers, great to speak to you. Love that. Thanks Cheers, a lot. Sir. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Cheers, much appreciated. That's an interesting one, isn't it? Right. That optimism against PSV. I tell you what, if we had maybe one or two extra games in between mm. players PSV, I would be really confident that second leg is going to be crucial. Yeah. Let's do, let's do, I tried to come up with five times there. Um, Sweating for Ian to jump back in, actually. Ian, it was, Ian was confident there by getting to the group of stages now. Um, I'm not so because I'm a realist. What? How do you feel about that after tonight? What Scotty's seen as well. What we have? What do we have? One more game now. St Johnson then PSV. Yeah. Is it St Johnson then PSV at home? Or is that away? Yeah. I believe so. Yes, yeah. it's, it's PSV home. Yeah. Um, I think it was fifty-fifty. I think Monaco or PSV. I think they're both really, really good sides. Um, and PSV has started the season pretty well. Uh, I think they battered a Calvin Bassey red card appearance for Ajax 5-3. So, um, yeah, they're, they're a tough team. But I think, you know, I've been a bit critical of us for, for some of our sort of sloppiness. But it's maybe a bit harsh because this is this is a lot of new players that have gone into the team. And, and the players that aren't new are coming back from injuries. Kent, Morelos um, oh, is the main man. Oh, he's put his lights on. My lights on, and I don't know. What is Bloodride? He's here. Listen, he's just Bloodride. He's here. Oh, Mark, if you want to blow, blow, try it back the other way. You know, you know what happened? 
I ran my hands through my hair so much during that game that I've stressed myself out. Yeah. No, really, really quickly. Um, we had over 1,100 people watching at the one time. Yeah, that is the most views we've ever had live at the one time. Um, absolutely incredible. Nearly 6,000 people have watched since we went live. Incredible numbers. We've had about 10 members join. Uh, loads of people putting in super chats. I just wanted to jump on and say thank you so, so much for all the support. It's mental. Absolutely mind-bogglingly mental. I can't even speak. It's that mental. So I just thought I'd say thank you to everybody for watching and thank you to everybody who's um, put in money and joined as a member and called in. If the phone calls are something that you want to see on the reactions a bit more often, let me know. And when it's possible, I will do it. Um, but I just thought I'd jump on really quickly. I'll let you finish it off, JD. No, 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 Martin. Can you just stay there just now? Okay. Can you comment on that? <laughs> yeah, but more people were watching. Uh, have, you done, <laughs> have you done the numbers? People, the amount of people that watched the preview, I still win. So. Martin, do you, do you, want, do you want to mention it? About what you're, I know we've, we've chatted about this and we're just going with the flow, but your thoughts on the pod? And we've, I've tried to explain what we want to do and how important it is for folk to follow, like, if they can subscribe, join as a member? My plan, my big plan, my my long-term plan is to make this not a podcast, a TV channel, TV show, have shows on every night of the week, have members content, um, enter into a media partnership with Rangers, go to games, cover press access, be able to give you information that otherwise we wouldn't be able to give you. Basically, just make the rabble as big as it possibly can be and give you the best content possible. We have a new sponsor, Zenith Coins. Um, I have a meeting on Friday with somebody else who might want to sponsor the pod. There's a few things going on in the background, but I want to take the show further than I ever, ever thought possible. That's why when I say, if you can give the show a like, it genuinely spreads it. So far, it's untrue. The more you subscribe... The more the views we get, obviously, the more um, attractive we are to potential people who want to sponsor the pod, etc., etc. So, yeah, the, the rabble has went much further than I could ever have imagined, and I want to just keep it going because I just want to give you the best content possible. Thank you. And that's, you know what, man, just did that. The comments have went well. Someone's also saying get merchandise done. That's something we're also thinking it's about. So much hard work. It's so much and hard it, work. listen, we've all got full time jobs. I've got a full time job. Um, to do what we do already, put put the amount of shows out that we do. You've got no idea the others. More importantly, we've all got families as well. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I forgot about that. Yeah, we've got families <laughs> as well. <laughs> well, all we just stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Martin, good. You want to just close us off and just end your say before we finish? Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, JD. Thank you, Scotty. Thank you, Stu. Thank you, everybody, in the comments. Thank you to everybody who's joined as a member. We will be getting membership content out soon. Please like, please subscribe. If you can afford it, join as a member. Keep updated on the community page on YouTube as well for updates when we're going to be doing shows. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, do all that. Do all that. <laughs> and then Jeannie just ruins it. <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you to everybody for watching. Um, it's an absolute pleasure doing this, and I hope we can continue to do this for many more years. 
with your support. So thank you for watching. We'll be back tomorrow night with a wee Euro debrief. Elaine will be hosting. Um, so, so check that out as well. So thank you to everybody. Have a great night, and we'll speak to you all very, very soon. Podcast Network.